0: Research, history, archives, websites, film, audio and video recordings and recognition. Visit us at WIJSF.com. You're listening to blogtalkradio.com slash musicwoman with your host, Diva J.C.
1: the JC here in beautiful Boynton Beach, Florida, post the 2018 midterm election. I don't do politics. However, our former governor cut the arts budget in Florida to the point that we haven't had any funding for several years now. We were hoping that we would get someone in office. That would rectify that. We don't know yet, because they're still counting ballots that were never mailed at the post office. Hmm. On a musical note, you just listened to Journey by my guest Maria Antoinette, who is from San Diego, California, and she's on the line. Hi, Maria. Hello. Hi.
2: How are how you? Are you?
1: <laughs> I'm terrific. Well, people can read about you on the show page. Let's talk about you. How did you first come to music as a child?
2: Well, you know, I uh, grew up in the church, and it was required. In my family, that all of us take piano lessons every Saturday from Brother Brown. So as far as long as I can remember, every Saturday, me and my brother and sister, we had to go to the church, and we had to take piano lessons from one of the deacons there that played piano for Sunday service. So that was my journey, first introduction into music, and then I played in the children's, I sang in the children's choir, and it was just music all around me. We played music in the house all the time. And I just love rhythm. And I love to dance. And so that was the beginning of my journey. And people always ask me, well, how did you come to the harp? And the middle school that I went to, I went to an all girls school. And they had a music program. And a music, what they call Music Month. And during that music month, the teacher would bring in different instruments from the orchestra in San Diego. So during that month, the harp came in, and I saw the harp, and I thought, oh, my God, this is just beautiful, and I just love the song, and I will never um, love the music, and I will never forget because she played Debussy's first arabesque, um, and I just thought that was what I wanted to do, and that was, began my journey, and I, she became my teacher. I asked her if she gave lessons, and she said yes, but she only took serious students, so if I was going to be one of those students that just took lessons for six months or a year and then quit, she was not the teacher for me. So that was begin my journey.
1: Okay. And then you did study music at the University of California, San Diego, yes. and Heart yes. University yes. of Arizona. So you are yes. teaching in music theory.
2: Yes, yes, absolutely, because, you know, I was classically trained, and I had some really great teachers, and the, the professor of harp at the U of A in Tucson was actually a child prodigy. She was from Canada, Dr. Carol McLaughlin, who has actually just recently passed away, and uh, she was head of the harp department. And when I heard her play at a harp conference, she was doing what I always wanted to do, but nobody could teach me. She was doing pop, and she was doing a little jazz, and she was infusing all of that on the harp. And so I went to her, and I said, you know, I'm at UCSD, and I would like to come study with you. She was at the head of the harp department there. And so she goes, okay, well, gave me an audition and said, okay, you're great. And and that's how I ended up over there at the harp department. They had a full-fledged harp department at the U of A in Tucson. Uh
1: Uh-huh. Now, you compose music, is that correct?
2: Yes, that's correct,
1: yes. So how many songs or pieces of music would you say that you've composed? Probably at least 12. Good. At
2: least that, yes. Some of it is not recorded and some of it is, but I try to record a lot of what I do um, because you probably, as you know, it's a lot of times you can sit down and you can just play something and you're like, man, that's really amazing. I really like that. And then you go back to, to try and uh, transcribe that. You're like, man, I can't remember what I did.
0: Right.
2: <laughs> so, so, uh, so yes, I, I tried to put it like a pen to paper and, and then put it in the studio as well. Okay. And you now, know, this, go ahead.
1: Go. No, you go ahead. No, I
2: was going to say it's the first song that you heard that you played, Journey, was one of those such pieces. And uh, I was recording, actually, my second project, and I told my producer, I said, you know, there's something I want to do. Um, And I said, if you just, you know, just set me up with the mics and everything and the harp, and let me just record. Because to me, for me, my music has a very uh, spiritual component to it, and that I just let me, the other part of me take over and I just play. A lot of times I don't know what I'm going to play, but I will just let spirit guide me, guide my hands and uh, play. And so that journey piece was one of those pieces. And it's amazing because a lot of times when I do that, let's say I'm out somewhere and uh, and I begin to play like that. People always want to know, well, what is the name of that? You know, uh, I really like that. So, you know, as you see, you know, when you do it yourself, when you come from the heart, it's a different type of music. You know, you draw influences from maybe your ancient DNA past that comes forward and uh, allows you to just go with your gift and trust your intuition.
1: Okay, now what, uh, do you have a publishing company and yeah. is it with BMI or ASCAP?
2: It's with ASCAP.
1: What's the name of your publishing company? Fields Music. Fields Publishing. Field like a the animal. Like a field?
2: like a, like a flower, a field of flowers.
1: Uh-huh.
2: What flower? Say it again. I can't say it
1: again. Oh like a field of flowers. Yes. Yes. Oh. Oh. Okay. I understand now. Okay. <laughs>
2: All right. It's a, yes. Yes. That was something my uh, producer told me I had to do. It was important, you know, as an independent artist that you want to make sure that you have your own company to publish your own music. Uh, under an umbrella. And you, I'm sure you know that as well, you know, being, you know, been in the business as long as you have it's it's good to, you have to protect what you write.
1: Absolutely. Now, have I just, you know, your instrument is very particular. Okay. I would assume that there are more women playing harp than men. Would I be correct about that? Yes, absolutely. Uh-huh. So you don't have the, the competition with the instrument that, say, a drummer or a trumpeter, a female drummer or a trumpeter would have.
2: Right. You're absolutely right. You know, and however, there are male harpists. I mean, I know you know that. There are male harpists. But I think that because of the nature of the instrument and the way it looks, and it looks like a feminine sort of instrument, but there are male harpists that are very, very, out, you know, very accomplished and, you know, and outstanding. But, yes, I think the field is definitely dominated by females.
1: Okay. Now you have a CD straight from the harp special edition. Yes. And you have a new single called Overture. Yes. Well, what about performance? Do you do a lot of performance?
2: Oh, yes. My schedule is very, very busy. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i thankful for that. And, you know, it's a mix-up of all different kinds of things that I do, really, but I would say the predominant are private, corporate, that hires me to do a lot of events for them. And then from time to time, you know, I'm with Jazz and Pink on the jazz stage for the festivals,
0: Mm -hmm. um, as well
2: as I have my own band as well. And so, you know, it fluctuates between, you know, corporate, private, and festivals. So my schedule does stay busy, and, you know, it's very exciting, the things I do. I tell you, I'm in the most amazing places um, playing for the most amazing people when you come to the corporate, corporate world.
1: And what is your band called, and what does it consist of?
2: Well, it's Marie Antoinette, and I have, you know, the usual rhythm section, bass, drums, guitar, um, sax, sometimes a flute. It just depends where I'm at.
1: What about the string ensemble? Do you do that?
2: Well, you know, I am, I do love the strings, and I do have the strings. Like I said, depending on where I'm playing and, of course, the budget, um, that I bring in a string trio or a quartet along with my rhythm section because if mm-hmm. you notice on my music, I use a lot of strings, and that is really a signature of mine uh, in terms of live music because I love the strings. I mean, I was in the studio uh, a couple months ago, and I had nine strings and the studio recording. And to me, it just takes the feeling of your music to a whole nother level. And, um, and so I, I, I love the strings. I really do.
1: We have a member. Her name is Kizzy Washington, and she mm-hmm. is an extraordinary violist. It would be so wonderful. And, you know, last week I, I interviewed Destiny Muhammad,
2: Yes, I heard, but I wasn't, I was actually working, so I didn't hear any of it.
1: Well, I got to meet her because you were not with Jazz and Pink on October the 20th.
2: Right, for the 10-year anniversary. Again, uh, I had a corporate account, a corporate client that, uh, Well, how can I say it, made me an offer I couldn't refuse, but actually I was planning on being there. But when that call comes in and the money is good, I mean, extraordinarily good, you're like, oh, Lord. And I told uh, Gail, I think, Gail, it was a tough, tough decision. But I went with the client.
1: Yes, and I got to meet, uh, I didn't get to meet you, but you and I have communicated over the years. And I'm so happy to have you as our 336 member. Yes,
2: I saw that. I said three, six. (laughs) I will remember that.
1: Yes. Now, someone is on the line. I think I know who it is, but I want to bring them in and give them a moment to talk. Okay. Okay. So, hello, caller? Hello?
3: Hello? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. You know, there was no prompt for this uh, invitation to participate in the conversation. I've just been listening. But now it turns well, out that I'm a guest well. <laughs> yes, but tell us your name and where you're from. Maria knows who I am. I know. Tell her who I am, Maria. His name is
2: Douglas Graham from Los Angeles, California.
0: That's exactly
2: correct.
3: Well, welcome.
1: Thank you. Thank you
3: for tuning in. Yeah. This is a, an occasion because I can talk to you about Maria in ways that she can't tell you. You, know, you
1: have one minute. Give me your elevator spiel about
3: Maria. <laughs> well, anything that Maria plays is secondary to who she is as a person. Whatever love that you have for her music, is secondary to the love that you would have for her and her character, her willingness to work. I saw this woman do what was necessary to be able to have this conversation when she was just in her early 30s. Maybe she was in her late 20s. I don't know. But it had started before I met her when she was a, a teen. Working at McDonald's, I think she saved her money to buy her first harp. Nobody gave it to her. She did that as a team. Everything that she's accomplished, she's the one who paid for it. She's the one who put in the sweat equity, and I honor her to the highest. You have to excuse my voice sounding shaky because I'm emotional as it concerns this girl. And I'm so happy to hear her on this station, and I'm so glad for you to give me the opportunity to say what I've said. Well, thank you.
0: You Thank you, Doug.
1: That we okay. have 337. <laughs> 50 okay, I got to go. Our- I'm here. I'm still here. I'm still here. Yes. yes. I'm
2: saying bye-bye. I got
3: to go. Oh, okay, okay. Okay.
2: See you, Doug.
3: Okay.
1: Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, there you go. You got a fan for life.
2: Yes, yes, he has been. He's been at my corner for quite some time. An amazing person. Amazing person.
1: Yeah, many men do really support women musicians. Um, However, I've found in the last 11 years of running Women in Jazz South Florida that uh, women do face a lot of challenges in the music industry. Um, But I do believe that Certain instruments, like the flute and the harp, are considered to be feminine instruments. Now, let me ask you this, Maria. What advice, okay, I I need to tell you this first, that I'm publishing Music Woman magazine in March, and there will be six keys to success that some of the members are writing articles about. The keys are branding, marketing, teamwork, networking, negotiating, and accounting.
2: Yes. Boy, you guys nailed it.
1: Yeah. Well, this was in my doctoral dissertation. It, I did a study of 20 women in jazz who composed music and how they market their music. So talk to us a little bit about how you brand yourself and market yourself.
2: Okay. Well, I take every opportunity I can in terms of marketing myself. I, you know, I look for um, ways to get out there. Let's say like all the, the, the smooth jazz uh, say publications that are out there. But I also use a publicist, which I think is really key uh, into uh, marketing yourself, too, because what you're doing is buying influence. And uh, in terms of your brand, you know, I think that your image is really important. That's been very important to me to, to project a certain image that I actually really like and that I have to say that's, that's me and, and to try and do your best to sustain that because presentation, first impression is everything. And so, you know, I stick with that, but I also use other tools, like, to say, like a publicist, and I use radio. And um, all that is available in terms of my marketing skills uh, and, and uh, marketing companies, and that's what I use to put myself out there. And I have found that it actually works. Uh, you have to spend money. There's no doubt about it. You know, you have to invest in yourself because if you don't, nobody else will. And so I think when you do that, you have a different approach to what you're doing. When you take your hard-earned dollars and say, I'm going to put this over here, and you come up with a plan or strategy that says, you know, this is where I want to go, um, and and I think this person over here, let's say, for example, your publicist has a lot of influence, um, I'm going to go with this person because I like his artist and, and where he's able to get them, and I use that those sort of strategies in terms of marketing and, and branding. In terms of branding, I think your image is really important that you project. It, it could be anything. just depends on what kind of music you're doing. It could be rock, heavy, metal. So if you're doing that, you know, your image has to reflect that type of vibe. So I play the harp. So a lot of times people see that as elegant, very, like you said, very feminine instrument. But at the same time, I like that image, but I like to be a little edgy too with my own personality, you know, infused into that.
1: Okay. Well, we have another caller. Let's give this caller a moment to speak. Good afternoon,
4: caller 0314. Oh, that's Rada Badafacina. How are you? Well, another harpist.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hi.
4: Hi. Yes.
2: Glad you're on the call. You know, I've listened Um, to your music. I absolutely love it. I really do. It is really beautiful because I know when I hear your music, it comes from your spirit. I mean, I see that instantly. And I think that's a beautiful thing to be able to capture that, put it on vinyl and and, and put it out there to the world, and it's beautiful. So I wanted to tell you that.
4: Well, thank you. Let me throw some compliments back on you. You know, I love your skill set. And I'm so glad that you've just stayed the course and are staying the course and looking so wonderful. Boy, you look well, really thank good. thank you. Thank
2: you, thank you. Well, you know, with those green smoothies, walking, you know, all the thing. and this is part of the whole marketing piece that she was talking about earlier too, you know.
4: Because
2: mm-hmm. when you show up, people are looking at you from head to toe.
4: They sure are. <laughs> and, so, and Don't say nothing yeah. that they can't understand. <laughs>
2: <Right>.
1: Okay, okay <laughs>
2: Well, thank you, thank you Yeah, it is, it is a course To stay the of course And I know you know that it is a journey I tell people it is a hustle And if you want it, go after it But know there is no straight line To wherever it is you're trying to go And uh, and it's really a place, Another place you're trying to go either You just want to do beautiful music And you want to get it out there and uh, let it be exciting. so
4: Right. And also to stay current with the equipment, because, you know, as harp, you know, you're fighting acoustically if you're with a whole bunch of folks who can turn up their volume.
2: That's it's a right. battle Unless
4: you have the right equipment. And I know that you do. You Are you still playing what, the silhouette or, or what are you playing?
2: Well, I do them both. I'm actually doing both. I have the pedal harp and I do my my kamak. Um, I just got a kamak, portable electric harp. So I'm doing both of them, but it's funny that you should say that about the sound because, you know, just recently I bought some, um, some pedals, you know, mm-hmm. to get a certain sound that I'm after. And that mm-hmm. has been, for me, my biggest challenge is getting the sound that I want. And, and, again, like you said, and you're playing with a band and everybody's turned up and everybody wants to turn you down,
0: mm-hmm. you know? So
2: I find that I have to go in and say, okay, I play the harp. Do not turn me down. It is not going to be a background instrument, okay, that I have a lead, a lead on this. So that has been a major challenge, especially in sound check.
4: Right, because also the harmonics of the harp are so wide that they distort yes. if they put them at a certain level. So it's best if we can control it, you know, through our stuff before it gets to the, their board. So are yes. you are playing planning to come back now?
2: Yes, I'm saying I had a Lining Healy silhouette, but now I've got a Kamak. It has the um, uh, carbon fiber, so it's like eight pounds. The other one that I was had before that was 29 pounds, so that was way too heavy. But right, now is I this have a
4: co- Is that the Kamak, the Ulysses? Uh, It's a DHC. Okay, I'm not familiar with that one because I had the little big blue, and then I had the big blue, and then I had the Ulysses. But, you know, it's more like the spacing between the fingers. I shouldn't be talking technical stuff to you. So, like, do you find the spacing between the fingers is good? Yes,
1: yes. I'm sorry. I only have five minutes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Feel free to reach out to me. I don't know if
2: you have my information, but feel free to reach out to me. Okay? I'll get
4: it from Joan, and we'll have one of these techie talks.
2: Okay, okay And keep on doing okay. what you're
4: doing And Joan, you keep thank on doing you. what you're doing I love you both, thank you so much Thank you,
1: you. thank you, love you so too much,
4: Thank you You're so, welcome
1: Maria, I, I have two seconds To just tell you that I studied harp For two years But I never oh, was able to get a harp So I never finished You know, I never moved forward But listen okay. We're going to listen to King Solomon On our way out, I thank you for your time. Make sure you send me your gigs every month by the 28th of each month, okay?
2: Okay, okay, I will.
1: Here's King Solomon from Marie Antoinette.
0: com Women in Jazz South Florida Inc is a nonprofit educational organization that promotes women musicians globally.